What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got producer Josh. Hello. First out of the gate. Let's go. Yeah. Haley the Bear. Hello. And Ryan from Miami. 40 days and the goat is already back. Oh, man. That was long retirement right there for Tom Brady. Can wait. Just you couldn't just couldn't wait till the sports section. Could you, you just, just say had hi? to get that out? Could you, you say hi? Say hello. It, it's Ryan. Hello, it's me. Hey guys. Again, this is why I introduce him last. Uh, let's let's go to sports. <laughs> sports. And let's talk about the real story. The number one story in sports right now. Someone last night, right before Tom Brady unretired. Paid five hundred eighteen thousand dollars for the last touchdown he threw. Yikes! <laughs> they paid for the ball. I I I never put my hand in another man's pockets, but I feel like Tom Brady should probably pay this guy back. He should write him a check and just go, "Hey man, here's some tickets. Here's some Bitcoin. <laughs> like whatever whatever he did for Ryan's friend for that other ball. Like that, okay. this is yeah. this is equivalent to." Like investing in something in the stock market and then the company folding like 24 hours later. Yep. Uh, yeah. He, he failed on this end. But he has, he does have Tom Brady's last touchdown football from when he retired the first time. That's got to be valuable for something, right? <laughs> it's, it's not worth $518,000. I mean, look, somebody buying a ball for half a million dollars in the first place, they, they've got the half a million dollars to spend, right? But they were hoping that this is something that would go up in value over time, I assume. Yeah, you want to you sell that thing for like $2 million, $3 million yeah. five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. You know what my, uh, my father always used to say? Do you, know what, do you know how to spell assume? Yeah. A-S-S-U-M-E, which means when you assume it makes an ass out of you and me, you know? Yeah. We, we've heard that we, one. We got it. We got it. I think we've all heard that right. All right. Can, but we, can, yes, can less, I ask you a question, though? Less so, than two months retired. Yeah, less than two months retired. So seven Super Bowls, five Super Bowl MVPs, three NFL MVPs. What does unfinished business mean? <laughs> I just think you must keep playing. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I was like, there's no way that man's going to hold back. I, I called it. I mean, I, I think it's good for the sport. You know, as long as he's healthy, we still want to see him keep playing. I want him. I want to see him like the last year of Peyton Manning, just throwing ducks, just, just into the dirt, just <laughs> for, for a whole season. He will have a robotic arm throwing like fifty <laughs> miles an hour before there are ducks in the air out of Tom Brady's. Everybody heard right about the inflatable balls. <laughs> yeah, robotic arm. By the way, did you see? I, I thought this was crazy. So Field Yates does a great job, you know, on Twitter, and he tweeted out Tom Brady's last nine seasons. He has alternated losing a playoff game and winning the Super Bowl from 2013 to 2021. So last year, since he lost the playoff game, that would mean if history repeats itself in 2022, he would win the Super Bowl again. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, okay, so Bruce Arians has not had like, he has not said, favorable things about Tom Brady since the retirement. He said, if he's going to come back, he's going to play here and was just very stern about it. But he's been that way with Brady. 100%. And it's worked. Do we think, do we think a Tom Brady is still on the bucks by the end of the season or B Bruce Arians is not the coach by the end of the season? What if I say neither? Yeah, I, I would go with neither. I, w I would go with Tom Brady is on the Bucks and Bruce Arians is still there. They they have found a way to work together. <clears throat> and if you remember back to when Tom Brady first joined that team, Bruce Arians was very, very, yes. <laughs> Ryan is like leaning his camera into his shirt where it says Tampa Bay. Um, Yeah, oh, we stop. see it, buddy. You we can, see you it. Can, oh, stop now, he's, that, now he's rubbing his... Uh, his yeah. shirt. He's rubbing his shirt. Don't yeah. worry, you guys will all get to see this if you go to our YouTube. Yikes. Yeah. What is that YouTube link Exclusive again? Content. Ryan? What is that YouTube content link? of me rubbing logos on my shirt right now at youtube.com slash C slash the quad with Chris Young. Shirt um, rubs exclusively no, I, on YouTube. I think they find a way to get along just because Tom Brady's that good. He did bring him a Super Bowl the first year he got there. I'm gonna go the opposite way. I think that Tom has wanted to go to the 49ers. And he was playing the, well, I'll just retire if you're not going to trade me. And Bruce Arians called his gambit and said, nope, 
if Tom comes back, he's going to play for us. So he's going to come back and then he's going to request a trade. Is he just yeah, trying to get would, a Super Bowl from all the teams? <laughs> I think that I think that this is the ultimate move and he's going to come back and he's going to James Harden it and just push his way out of out of Tampa Bay to San Francisco. He's going to wear something underneath his clothing to appear as <laughs> if he's a, gained a lot of weight. Just a fat suit and then all of a sudden he and drops then, 30 pounds. Yeah, it, I, I never believed all that with Harden anyway. It, he did specifically funny. mention in, in his Instagram post that he's coming back to the Buccaneers. So I don't see any scenario where he plays for any other team in 2022. He like is he coming back to the Bucs. Like, yeah, and, and 40 days ago, there was no scenario in which he was playing the season. Oh, well, no, he, he has left the door cracked this entire time. Literally two days after announcing retirement, he was like, well, you just never know what, what can happen. And then obviously he goes to watch Cristiano Ronaldo just ball out and with a hat trick overseas. And now miraculously after that, LeBron James 50-point game and Aaron Rodgers, he's like, you know what? All these old guys are doing some stuff. Let me come back and play. Let me show these old guys who the goat of old guys is. And that's me, yeah. Thomas Brady. Le- LeBron wasn't dropping the 50-burger the last night. <laughs> Last he, night he was, was eat, unfortunate. He was eating 50 right in his face. <laughs> that was, uh, I mean, I know we're jumping around. I, let, let's get through NFL first. I mean, this this was literally the the one person that's happy about Tom Brady coming back is Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Speaking of burgers. Um, oh, because cause he's not in the same Hall of Fame year as him? Yeah, he's not going to be in the same year. Uh, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. true. So you, you have Rodgers. Getting his deal done with the Packers. You have Wilson changing teams, which that is just. I I said if they get a competent quarterback in Denver, it's going to be a problem. The AFC West is a bloodbath. Oh, my God. <laughs> because not only that, but the, your Bears traded Khalil Mack over to the yep. Chargers. So For now, a second and six round pick, and that's it. I wish the Chiefs would have sent a second and six round pick. That would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys get to play twice a year. Both of those teams. Um, it, it's, it's getting obnoxious out there. Your direction. You know, I still think the chiefs are, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the last we saw the chiefs, they just dropped an egg in the second half of the AFC championship game. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Amari Cooper is a Brown is a Brown. Jarvis and Landry wants out. Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, you know what? Go to the send, send us Jarvis Landry. <laughs> I mean, that should have been the, the deal. You'd rather have Jarvis Landry than Amari Cooper? No, but if we're oh. going to lose Amari Cooper anyway, I mean, just come on. I have to say, Jarvis Landry was like one of the most inefficient wide receivers ever in NFL history when he was well, with the Dolphins. Like his yeah, average yard perception was like two yards. I don't think that's on him. That's not on him. That's on the Dolphins. The Dolphins were not very good. Can you let me? Can Dolphins. you let me vent towards like former Dolphins for one second? No, you do all the venting towards the Dolphins. with my own franchise. You use stats to make it look like it's his fault, not your stupid franchises. <laughs> He's not wrong. Um, I I do find it interesting that they just did a five-year deal with uh, Gallup. And they're clearing cap space for something. I don't know what. I know they've already been talking with uh, Wagner once he got released from the Seahawks. Because Dan Quinn has a relationship there previously. I just, I I wonder what they're getting ready to do. Go get DK Metcalf. Seahawks are rebuilding. Just go grab him. Yeah, what if that, they aren't going to be crap next year? Did you see the TikTok that's like this jacked up like bodybuilder with his shirt off, like slinging doors open and said DK Metcalf trying to find Pete Carroll after <laughs> 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 they treated Wilson? That one and then all the all the ones that, that are just fantastic. The Wilson, Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. From Castaway. Uh yeah, let's let's talk about the Lakers though. Jeez. Oh, well, we got yeah. we got one more because I I am curious before we get to the Lakers on Deshaun Watson who looks like obviously cleared to go now. We'll no, see what team he had. See time, time out. <clears throat> the reason I didn't bring him up yet, obviously he's been cleared of criminal charges. He still has twenty two civil cases pending, and the NFL hasn't said anything about if they're going to let him play. Well, he's meeting with uh, almost teams, like a lot of teams, teams are hopping on board. 
Like, like, like it, that seems like it's cleared the way for teams to be like, okay, cool. We'll welcome them on our, on our roster because you got Carolina. You've got a bunch of teams that are yeah. like, yep. But, but again, you know how the NFL works. They have the right to discipline him just for what it looks like. They haven't done their, their policy. Yeah, they, they haven't, haven't done, done any of their independent yet. investigation yet. And then they will discipline him for conduct detri- yeah. detriment to the league. I mean, for all we know, he's missing an entire season. And or, they just haven't said so yet. Yeah, or 10 games. They suspend him. Which, like, great. You're the Saints or whomever, Carolina, and you go trade for him. And I mean, that that's the place that, that I I think he would go, that that would want him and that would need him, and as immediately a contender as the Saints, if mm-hmm. the Saints got him. Without Sean Payton, though? Because you got Dennis Allen as the head coach there, who's not the same kind of quarterback whisperer that Sean Payton was. No, but Deshaun Watson, I think <laughs> people have greatly forgotten how good he is. And how good he was on a bad team. And how good they have. They have a bunch of weapons in New Orleans still. Michael Thomas still has to come back to play football. He hasn't played in a while. (laughs) Well, neither has Deshaun Watson. They'll be fresh. They're going to be real fresh. Real fresh for this season. Really fresh. But yeah, back back to the NBA. Let's uh, let's talk about that game last night. What the hell happened? Yikes. Um, Here's what you need to know about the Los Angeles Lakers. While they are in the nine seed and still in the playoff tournament bubble, uh, they, they're only like nine games ahead of the worst team in the West, <laughs> which is real bad. Um, Who's the worst team? In the West? Yeah. Uh, Houston, I think. Who? Uh, who would they lost to in overtime? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what we are going to see, if the Lakers even make the bubble and the play-in tournament, which I'm not 100% sure that's going to happen now either. We will see. LeBron James, you can mark it down. I will place some money on this. LeBron James is going to win the scoring title this year. He's already tied for first, and he's just going to keep dropping points because at least on this terrible season, he will have some sort of accolade that he can point to and go, it wasn't me. I'm the leading scorer in the entire league, and it changes the narrative. Mm. Does it? Oh, no, not at all. But this has never been. This Has he team. ever been the leading scorer in the never. league? I don't think that's ever happened, right? Never. Because that's not how LeBron James plays. Like no. he's, so he's now, what, we've got like 10 games left? Uh, there's like is there more thir- than that? 13, 15, something like that. Um, okay. it, this, is, this is shades of 2006 Kobe, where it's just like he's on a terrible team oh. and he just is jacking shots. And the Lakers are, are zero and seven since the All-Star break when and, LeBron and doesn't the score way, 50. Le- LeBron's been efficient. It's not like he's just jacking shots for no reason. No, but he doesn't. He doesn't normally take thirty shots a game, and no. now he is. He's like, screw it. Better, better <laughs> for me to shoot it than anyone else. He just gave up. So it's it's brutal in Los Angeles. Um, Who do we think is the best team in the league right now? The Phoenix Suns. Really? Hands down. Even without really? Chris Paul, they, they've they've passed that test. By the way, without Chris Paul, I I still think it's Milwaukee. And yeah. they, they they have that size issue that no one really can stack up against. Yeah. We I don't know. I I I could see them meeting in, in the finals. I could I think let's not count out the Miami Heat who are Oh God. Still, no, it's true though. They no, they went through the gauntlet. I, they I went know, through Milwaukee, they went through Philadelphia, they went like they, they beat the best teams in the Nets, they beat the best teams in the East over a five day stretch. We, that, I meant, oh, God, because I knew you were going to have something <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> and, by the way, Vic Oladipo has looked really good coming back off that injury. Vic, like, are that's you an added bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Not Victor. Oh, Depot day, baby. It's always hashtag Depot day. Okay. Um, I would also like to take this opportunity to just admit that I was patently wrong. Really wrong. And the MLB season has been saved. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to get to a point where they could get along. And I'd, I guess no one wanted to lose that much money. Nope. Money talks. Yeah. That escalated quickly, by the way, because that was like stalemate owners, players not seeing eye to eye. And then whatever happened, they came together and made that happen in 24 hours. And it was like, oh, by the way, opening day's back. Like, here we go. April 7th. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing I, ever happened. I was uh, down in Texas playing shows, and I woke up on the bus, and uh, somebody was like, hey, so MLB's back on. I'm like, what? Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. I did. I'm so excited. Um, 
also, last but certainly not least, we know who our college football teams are. Football? College basketball. I meant basketball. <laughs> I just leave that in there. Do not de- do not delete that. No edit. I was very I, confused I for saw, a second. I'm looking at Ryan, too, while I said it. And he just went, huh? Huh? <laughs> College basketball, March Madness is in full effect, and uh, evidently my brain is not working. <laughs> I felt like morning. a dog. I, would, I felt like yeah, a dog just I would be. <laughs> I would be so up for a 60-18 college football tournament, which is a great idea by you, Chris. We should petition the NCAA for that. I, I don't think that's happening. Um, <laughs> I, I really uh, would like to double down on my opinion, though. I do not think it is going to be one of the one seeds. And it's very interesting because everybody that I've listened to talk in the past week has been like, well, the, the, the path is pretty clear for Arizona in this part of the bracket. And I'm like, mm, is it, is it, I don't think it's, I don't think it's one of the top seeds and, uh, I will stay right there and have that opinion because I've already put it out in the universe. I might as well just double down. <laughs> uh, but it, it's going to be really a really awesome March Madness. Are we are we going to do brackets again this year? I think we should. I think we should bring back our, our CBS uh, March Madness bracket. I'm just confused why Kansas is a one seed, to be honest. Man, I, I think this is the first time, by the way, that the Big 12 has had uh, more than one number one seed. Yeah, because Baylor. In Kansas. quite a while. Yeah, I don't know. You brought up Kansas, a little bit of uh, of college hoops trivia here for you. They will appear in their 32nd straight men's NCAA tournament. That's the longest active streak in college basketball. Who has the second longest active streak? And I'll give you a hint. Their head coach is one of the more famous head coaches in college basketball. North Carolina? Duke. Neither of those teams. Really? Now think of think of maybe the third most famous head coach behind <laughs> Michigan State. There you go. Michigan State has the second longest streak at 24 straight appearances in the NCAA tournament. Last time Kansas won the national championship, I was in Lawrence, Kansas at the time, and it was bonkers. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. I watched him. I watched him hit that shot. Yeah. All right. And then some girl made out with me on the street. It was great. Oh, gosh. (laughs) gosh. That's the way to celebrate. It was a stranger. It was a stranger. She just ran up to me and kissed me, and I was like, all I'm, right, I love the Jayhawks now. <laughs> I am. I have a prediction. While you say, Chris, it's not, it's not going to be a one seed that wins the NCAA tournament. My prediction is it's going to be an SEC team that wins the NCAA tournament this you year. Because that Tennessee love. I actually don't think it's going to be Tennessee. Tennessee, obviously, winning that that SEC tournament. By the way, how about Texas A&M getting boned? They got in the the final of that conference tournament and then didn't even get into the NCAA tournament. By the way, I have Kentucky winning it all this year. I think Kentucky's going to win it all. For what? That's a really talented team that I think just got tripped up in the SEC tournament. I think they're going to be ticked off. I see the Kentucky Wildcats wow. making a run in the tournament and winning it all this year. I, I would not have guessed that one. That I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I think if it's going to be an SEC team, it's going to be Tennessee. Tennessee I, looks really good. Yeah, I agree with Chris on this one. Auburn, by the way, too, got upset in that tournament. That was the number one overall seed going into the SEC tournament. So they got upset in it, but they are, they're much better than <laughs> that game. So really good. <clears throat> Kentucky, baby. Just you heard it here first. The Wildcats winning it all this year. Okay. Do, you have a, do you have a pick? <clears throat> Unfortunately, mine was Kentucky as well. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Here. How much did Tim Gerst pay both of you guys? Right. Not say that. Just in shoes. A lot of money, actually. Just in shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to music. Music. Got Florida shows coming up this weekend, baby. Let's yes, go. I'm so excited. Florida man. Florida man. Very excited. I, uh, I, I got to play... A couple of shows last week uh, down in Texas. We were in Austin, and then we were in San Antonio for uh, a couple radio shows. Um, was playing with Mitchell Tenpenny and Lindsay L., which was really cool. Got to share a stage with them. And it was honestly a whole lot of fun. And both of them were for raising money for St. Jude, uh, which is awesome because anytime you get to raise money for a great cause like that, it's it's fun. But the crowds were amazing. 
the weather was nice. It was snowing in Nashville. <laughs> it was like 70 degrees in Texas. Did you miss the snow? No, you, you I got back, I got time. back okay. right in time to see like, it. This is your favorite thing in the entire yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, we, we had third winter in, in Tennessee for a day. It's gone now, but might but. be your last one, by the way, until next winter. Maybe. I mean, we didn't think we were getting a third one. We didn't think we were getting a third round of winter weather, but it is March now. So it's, it's starting to get kind of out of the realm of possibility. Question for you. Are there any surprises in the set list or songs that have made it in that you haven't played in a while or new stuff that has trickled in? I am deathly afraid of the first show <laughs> just because and not, not even, not even necessarily for me. Uh, just, uh, the band hasn't done this in a while. Uh, we've, we've done, you know, some of the songs, like obviously I don't think and knock on wood, um, raised on country and drowning and getting you home. And like a lot of those that we have played, whether it's on the Opry, which I also have coming up on Tuesday, got an Opry performance. Um, whether it's something like that, or it's been for TV. I mean, we've played those, but when you get to doing a full set, you know, there's there's a couple songs that we just haven't played in several months, and uh, I'm I'm waiting for the moment where uh, one of my guitar players is looking back, going, "Uh oh, <laughs> just the how does the bridge go?" Oh no, Look. yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun though. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I know my band's really looking forward to it. It's just been entirely too long, and uh, can't think of a better place to go than kicking everything off in Florida. Yeah. I agree with that sentiment 100%. Um, and, and I think it's going to be pretty cool because there's there's a lot of different venues you get to play in, in a couple of days. Like you get to play the indoor venue in Estero, outdoors in St. Augustine, and then a golf tournament for the Valspar Championship on Saturday, which is going to be pretty cool. So three like totally different vibes and venues. Yeah, and completely random. But uh, text me after this if you still need tickets for the, the golf thing. Yeah, I got I, you. I, I have to get that in today. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm dressing up like Tiger Woods, by the way. Even though it's Saturday, I'm going to wear my, my Sunday red for Saturday. Well, I mean, yeah. technically, it's like if you have tickets to the golf tournament, the, the show is free, evidently. So you'll have tickets to the whole tournament if you want to go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. All right. Um, Anybody got a basketball tournament? No? No? Okay. Just curious. I don't know. His audio. Paul Casey? Casey? Stepped on yeah. bad. Paul Casey. Dust, yeah. Dustin Johnson? <laughs> Sure. No, that's he's a, just that's a naming golfer. golfers. <laughs> Brooks Kepka. Brooks playing in it. Yep. Do you want to name anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I've, I think I've tapped out on all my golfers. That was, it. That's that was it. the that's end of your golf got. knowledge. Yeah. Jack Nicholas is no wait. <laughs> uh, Excited for the shows this week, baby. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Same. Same here. We are getting very, very close to being top 30 with At the End of a Bar. Obviously got a nice little pop from uh, the ACM performance of people going to check that out. So a huge thank you. If you have not already listened to this song, what are you doing? Um, go listen to it right now as soon as you get done listening to this podcast. And uh, I I got new mixes for some stuff. Oh. Yeah. So there will be... Uh, do some, we, some teasing of new music coming very soon. Do we feel like it's going to be more of a deluxe situation? Mm-hmm, maybe, mm. possibly. Mm. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Mm. A little little bait and bait on the hook. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. See if anybody's interested. Deluxe. I yeah, like to. De- I, I deluxe usually like to order the deluxes. You know, anytime I go through a drive-through, if I can get a deluxe, I'm 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 in. I'm game. You know. Oh, hey, Ryan, do you know what your song is for what are you listening to this week? I do. I have it pulled up right now. Oh, here we go. All right, we're going to go to you first then. This is this All is, right. This is nice. He's actually prepared. Prepared, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you know, after after a long birthday weekend, you'd think that I wouldn't come in here prepared, but oh, your boy's 33 and ready to roll. Let's go, baby. On a new limb here, my song this week, it's from our good buddy Cameron Marlowe. And it's uh, Wait, it's one of the old I, 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 Okay, I thought I said a wine. The emphasis, <laughs> the emphasis was on the wrong syllable right there. Cameron Marlo, Marlo. First of all, I thought that sounded. I weird. could call okay. him Cameron Marlo, but I didn't. I called him Marlo. All right, so Cameron Marlo 
Sober as a Drunk is uh, is my song for this week. That's a good one uh, from him back in the day. Sober as a Drunk, Cameron Marlowe. I still, still, don't like, I still don't like how he's saying it. Yeah, <laughs> it's still Marlo. weird. Marlo. It's just Marlo. Or give me the phonetic. Cameron Marlo. 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 Up down. Marlo. Marlo. Up, down. Up down. Marlo. Marlo. Oh, I like that. Cameron Marlo. Marlo. There you go. There it is. I hate this. I, <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> Someone's listening to this right now going, this is like their first time hearing the podcast. Oh, They're like, what is wrong with them? You wouldn't know that we've been doing this for two years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go ahead, Josh. <laughs> um, this song uh, turned, I think, 11 this year. But um, there's a band, their Christian band called For King and Country. They've done some crossover stuff with Dolly Parton. They've done all sorts of stuff. Their label is real close. It's over here on Music Row. It's real, real close to where we are. And um, the record, I didn't want to say exactly <laughs> where it was. To be like, I started to, and then I was like, I don't, want, down. Yeah. I don't want people to swing by. Um, the song is called Light It Up. Uh, it's for fans of like Coldplay and U2, and it has that sort of like big arena kind of arena rock rock thing, but it's just, it's so stinking good. And it popped up the other day and I just have not stopped listening to it. All right. Bear, what you got? Uh, I'm going old school again. Um, and the song is Maria Maria by Santana and the oh product GB, GNB, GNB, whatever. But it came on the other day and then it came on later that day again. And I was like, man, I really do dig this song. It's just, just vibey. And obviously I love Santana. So <laughs> that guitar solo, by the way, in that song, oh, it's so good. Sued, we're gonna get sued. No, um, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, uh, mine is gonna be the title track off of uh, this album from our good buddy Ernest Flower Shops. I was waiting um, for that one to pop up, yeah, featuring Morgan Wallen, obviously, and uh, just very, very excited for him to have this project out. If y'all have not gone and checked out his music before, and maybe this is the first thing you've heard by Ernest, uh, you need to go listen to this whole record. It is fantastic. Also, so. it's not the first thing because he's written a lot of songs that you've probably heard. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not the first thing you've heard by first, him that he's written, but I'm saying, him, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. him as an artist, this might be the first thing that you're, you've actually listened to that's got his voice on it. No question. So good. But very, very great album. So make sure you go check that out. And uh, let's go to movies. Movies. So excited to talk about this. I am ready. I'm so excited. Ryan, did you see this? I did. Saw yesterday. It was great. I am very proud of you. You were the only one that hadn't watched it. (laughs) It was long as hell, but it was great. Okay. I I didn't think it was that long. It didn't feel long to me because I was enjoying every second of it. Let's set it up, and then we'll, we'll get Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. All right. The Batman, PG-13, 2022 action adventure, two hours and 56 minutes. 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 91% of Google users like this movie. So, very well liked. Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld when a sadistic killer leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues. As the evidence begins to lead closer to home and the scale of the perpetrator's plans become clear... He must, there's a lot of alliteration in this. (laughs) He must forge new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuse of power and corruption that has long plagued the metropolis. Long plagued the metropolis. See, I just didn't stick the landing. I suck. Um, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell, uh, who is amazing in this movie. Oh my God, that was Colin Farrell? Dude, yeah. Colin Farrell is the penguin. It doesn't even look like what? him. Yeah, dude. He he was telling us wow. he was telling a story because, you know, obviously he's got kind of like the fat suit and like a lot of makeup. And he said that he walked up on set and no one knew who he was. And so he decided to just stay in makeup and he went to Starbucks down the street. He was like, I'll have a, a soy latte. And they just he said they looked me up and down like you. <laughs> like watching your sugar what <laughs> it's um, so good yeah but i i thought robert pattinson was fantastic i i was really really surprised about how well he came off in my opinion 
Um, not that I didn't think he was a really, really good actor before, but obviously the stuff that he's known for is, is not in this vein. Right. And I, I thought he crushed it. I thought he crushed it. Obviously most people only ever want to see him as a vampire. <laughs> yes, that that is true. And it was a really great meme that said it took him 15 years to become a bat. <laughs> a vampire to become a bat. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, I, haven't, I hadn't seen that one. That took me a minute. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I found this interesting. It's never for my nerds out there and my comic book nerds. Um, it's never explicitly stated, but this is most likely happening on earth too. This mm. is, this is from like the new 52, uh, kind of rebrand of, of <laughs> it's the you and I right now. And I think yeah. we've lost everyone else. <laughs> it's, it's fine. And this is, uh, hit the spoiler button for me. Time for some I mean, this is a light spoiler, but the, the fact that, um, Catwoman's parent is who it is. Correct is specifically from that earth Two universe. So that there's some things that actually play into, um, the, the story and why they did one of the best things ever. And they didn't go back and rehash how he becomes Batman. It's like, thank, thank you. Yes. We know, we know what happens. I thank was so you. tired of seeing Martha and Thomas Wayne die. Martha, <laughs> And I was tired of seeing him become Batman. Well, and again, I, I really liked how this movie, it, rarely did focus on the just the Bruce Wayne factor of himself. It was a lot of just Batman, mm-hmm. which is what I wanted to see. And he did a great Batman too. Just I I was I was very skeptic skeptical about how he would play Batman, but he ended up amazing and his jawline looked great in that in that mask. <laughs> That's that really what it comes part. down to for her. His jawline looked great. Robert Pattinson was great, but I actually thought Paul Dano was exceptional as the role of the Riddler in this. Like I thought second to Heath Ledger, the best actor in terms of being the bad guy in a Batman movie. Like he was really, really good in this film. See, if you ask me, I would say it's Colin Farrell. That's that stole scenes. Yeah. Who that's tough. Um, I you, th- you have thoughts, don't you? I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Um, who would you say won the movie? Just like best performance of the movie. Would I be cliche to say Robert Pattinson? No, not at all. Okay, that's what I'm going to say because I was not expecting that kind of. That, I that I from really him. thought he was good. Yeah. I I mean, it's there's a lot of people you can point to, and when I say you know, Colin Farrell stole scenes, he's also a very one note character, right? Mm-hmm. But he was so it's excellent. easy for him. But to he disappeared. He disappeared into the character, which yes. is that's what we loved about Heath Ledger as yes, as a Joker. Um. I am a big Paul Dano stan. I love him in a lot of different movies, and I knew this was going to be a good role for him because he does Unhinged better, than, well. better yeah. than most people. If you ever saw uh, There Will Be Blood, he plays that oh, preacher, yeah. and he's losing his mind towards the end of that movie, and it is exceptional. And there was, there was notes of that, but in a completely different like he's smiling through the whole thing in in the uh, interrogation at the end. Yeah, like the creepy smile. Yeah, it's just, it that that sticks with you a little bit. And you you think it's going one way, and then all of a sudden it turns, and I it. was like, "What?" And, and incredible on Robert Pattinson because he says nothing. You just see it in his eyes that he recognizes that he's off yep. the hook again. I don't want to like. Yeah, we're, we won't still, say anything it's else. It's still yeah. pretty new, so we don't want to. We don't want to discourage people yeah, yeah we don't want to discourage people from going to go see this but that was excellent acting because you just see him acknowledge what's going on and we acknowledge what's going on without ever having to say anything there was no dialogue from that and that was really freaking cool yeah the there was some shots just visuals that were excellent in this movie just different sort of art housey like just different non big superhero shots that made it sort of more compelling on a long in at like various points of the movie the the train scene where he kind of comes out of the dark was really nice where it's raining 
that one the the yeah. gunfire scene where at like when they lose the power and so yep. only the gunfire is illuminating him which is which is a nod to if you've ever that saw was a equal, great scene it's a great that scene. Was a fantastic scene if you've ever seen equilibrium with christian bale they do a That's similar kind scene of a nod yeah, yeah it was really cool um there's a lot to really love about this movie is it probably 20 minutes too long I don't know. You could shave down like the car chase scene was probably five minutes too long. We were- I don't know, man. I loved it, though. Well, for me, every time it felt like the movie was about to come to an end, there was a whole nother problem or a whole nother situation. And it just kept going. So I'm like, when when will it end? But I'm, I'm enjoying every part of this. I really loved it. And I'm not scared of three hour movies by any stretch of the imagination. But I like he's with Alfred in the hospital and I'm looking at my clock going, there's an hour and a half Ooh, left. Yeah. <laughs> catching like, yourself. Yeah. I was, and it wasn't that I was catching. I was just like, I wonder where we're at in the oh, man, we're only halfway right now. I did not get up and leave. Nope. Me neither. I, I checked that there was not a scene at the end. And then I, the minute the movie was over, I bolted, like ran to the bathroom. but i stayed the whole time i took three bathroom breaks and that's how i realized it was too long usually two in a movie is like average for me when i get to the third bathroom break then then i just know you're that weird person that can't watch an entire movie without getting up are you oh god no no because i i finished the big large coke before the movie even starts so i'm i'm done for before we even get to the opening scene i will avoid having to get up at all unless it's absolutely dire necessary yeah i'd rather pee my pants yeah get up. <laughs> it's like huh all right so we we did this we we litigated this a while ago best batman and we kind of broke it down best bruce waynes then best batman then best overall where does pattinson line up for you guys in this very high yeah, I Very mean, high. He, he's up there with, with Keaton and Bale for me. If you had to rank him. He's probably number two. Haley? It's, it's probably Christian Bale, although I love that he didn't do a voice for Batman. Mm-hmm. I loved that so much. Because I could not stand the... Yeah. <laughs> 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 He did kind of talk lower, but nothing like yeah, nothing it wasn't out the, of the Donde esta la drugs. Where <laughs> <laughs> <Party> the drugs? <laughs> so brave. <laughs> <laughs> that what is that? Funny or die? Yeah, that that's on bad, oh ma- bad man. On bad YouTube. man. Don't don't look that up if <laughs> yeah, if you're easily uh, offended. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, where does this stack up for you? I would probably put Keaton first. I think he's fan favorite too. If you if you did a poll of, of those out there, I think he would probably win. I would put Christian Bale second and then probably he would, would put Robert Pattinson in there at third. I think he's top three. But, you know, obviously there's a lot of people. If you if you ask some of the older generation, Adam West will pop up as one of the most popular Batmans. But I would definitely go with Keaton. Adam West. I, I did love Adam West, West, but that's a different... Adam West. Yep. I think, again, I agree uh, he is definitely up there for me as in top three or top two i would definitely put him at two but I th- he might even get better if they're if they make another movie you know what i mean like it can he hold the franchise i yeah for me he leapfrogged keaton yeah I, really? i'm with you i i think he's wow. number two i think he's number Christian two bale and and really it's it comes down to a matter of preference because i feel like him as batman I forgot it was Robert Pattinson. It was just Batman. I was just watching Batman do stuff. I also liked... Sorry, go ahead and finish. I I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. And I didn't mean to Kanye West your... No, it's okay, because I think you might might be talking about what I was going to say next, which is... And I liked his Batman was more brutal. He was trying to figure out where he needed to be on an aggression vengeance versus hope for the city right and and he he's walking that line the entire time i liked personally that the way he portrayed batman and the the gear that batman uses in this is more realistic yeah it's like a taser on his hand and you're right oh yeah that makes sense uh, instead of just shooting a you know, a battering grapple gun off into the sky somewhere. And he just miraculously goes along the perfect parabola of where he's supposed to swing to. He clipped it to his belt and ran down the side of the building. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes way more sense. Yes. Or he leaps off the building and clips the, the train and, and, and falls and like hurts himself. Like that makes sense to me. That's the Batman I would like to see. And I felt like on a Bruce Wayne side, 
I, it's a different note. It's not the billionaire philanthropist playboy. No, he's a dark, dark human. He's a 27-year-old kid who doesn't have his parents and is trying to figure it out. And yep. it's darker, but it's a it's a different it's a different Bruce Wayne. It's closer to the Val Kilmer Bruce Ooh. Wayne. But better. Ooh. But better. Because Val Kilmer was just it was dark and he just walked around his house and that was it. Our yeah. friends at variety.com have oh. ranked <laughs> their <laughs> Best Batman of all time from worst. Didn't we already do this? I don't care. Our friends at Variety.com <laughs> have done it. And so we're going to do it again. At number five, Ben Affleck. I totally forgot that Ben Affleck played Batman. What? At number four. Most it recent just happened. One. I just totally forgot. At number four, Michael Keaton. Not even in the top three. At number three on Variety's list of best Batman is Robert Pattinson. At number two, they have Adam West. So they are nostalgic about the old Batman. And at number one, Variety's best Batman of all time is Christian Bale. So George Clooney can just go F himself? (laughs) On this list, they have George Clooney sixth. Yikes. As far as movies go, where does this rank? Because I'm going to say something pretty ridiculous. Okay, I think go. it's the I best hear, one. I want to hear ridiculous. I think it's the second best Batman movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? I think it was better than Batman Begins. Dark Knight is number one. Dark Knight will right. always be number yeah. one. Dark Knight's number one. That is an unassailable film. I think as time goes, I will rewatch this movie and love it even more. I I think this... Uh, man, you know what, though? I I know it's it's tough. I, I sat with this for a while last night. And I was like, I think I would need to think this over. Um, this I would isn't watch one. I can just randomly say because you you have to think about how iconic those Tim Burton Batman films were. They are. They're also pretty slow. Yeah, I mean, but they're this, intentionally they're, they paced are. that way. They are. I still think I would watch this before I would watch Batman Returns or the first Batman. And I would definitely watch it before Dark Knight Rises. And what I, I really say, think- Dark Knight Rises would be the other one that I would say would challenge this one in terms of being top three. I, I would put it third. I would I would have to put the original Batman. So you would go there. Dark Knight, Batman 1989. And then, and then the, the Batman. Batman. I respect that. Yeah. I think that's pretty close for me too. But I think the Batman is number two. All right. Dark Knight by far is number one. I think we can all agree in terms of the best Batman movie, right? Yeah. 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 That, that is sure. popular opinion. Yeah. Now, you stayed till the end to the post credit scene. There wasn't. There's, there's not really a post credit scene. So it says goodbye and then it flashes the website. Have you been to the website? No. So on the website, there's a countdown that's over 50% all the way there right now. So I imagine, I don't know if it's deleted scenes I don't know if it is. It'll be something. Yeah, I I knew that it, it was whatever it was. It wasn't revealed. That's basically what it said when I looked up. Hey, is there an ending credits? Yes. Yeah. They said, sure, but not really. Yeah. So I imagine it, it will further the like, whatever, right. the community of the Riddler or whatever. But All right. There's not like a new movie coming out this week that anybody wants to see, right? Uh, yeah, because the Lost City isn't yet, right? I don't think so. When's Doctor Strange? That's not till May. Yeah. So I am I'm making an executive decision. We need to watch Coach Carter because Haley has never seen this movie. <laughs> really? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, the Lost City does come out Saturday, but okay. What's the Lost City? The Sandra Bullock one. That's a thousand percent something you would you would probably enjoy actually. Coach Carter, Coach Carter is is an all time classic though, and I think for the for the sake of Bear, we should definitely watch Coach Carter yeah. for this week. And it's been a while since I've seen it, and it popped up on like reels or TikTok. Somebody had put like one of the clips from the movie, and I I just I've been itching to watch it again. So I didn't realize this was the film debut of Channing Tatum, by the way, in two thousand five in yeah. Coach Carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So. Coach Carter for next week. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, watch it again. Love that. We're going to enjoy it. Let's go to the hot take. Hot take! 
you're going to piss people off with this one. I am. I feel very, very genuine about this, too. So my hot take this week is queso does not belong on soft pretzels at all. That is not... That is not a side that you need to have with your soft pretzel. Why? Ouch. Because it's only mustard. Mustard should be your only side. Queso should never go on a soft pretzel, ever. Are you put kidding mustard, me right now? Put mustard on, on, on nachos too, or what? What do we do here? Uh, no, we're not talking about nachos. We're talking about soft pretzels, and it's always mustard. I don't care what anyone says. Cheese ruins the taste of, of a soft pretzel. It is only mustard. Mustard is the only condiment that belongs. <laughs> On a soft what about pretzel? a hard pretzel? What about a hard pretzel? You don't eat condiments with hard pretzels, right? I, ask, I didn't know if there was a difference. There, oh my gosh. There is a huge difference between pretzel chips or a soft pretzel that you get at an amusement park or a game. Josh is fuming right now. Josh, I, just, Josh I don't even know how to like... I, I'm legitimately... <laughs> I'm legitimately flabbergasted right now. So you would prefer cheese over I mustard. think mustard is one of the trash condiments of the oh entire cannabis world. No. And whoa, I, and whoa, I think that, whoa. And, what and did mustard do to you? Calm everything. Down. It was gross. And and queso is one of life's greatest joys. Yeah, on anything but pretzels. Why why but a pretzel? Because it what's ruins your the taste. It's too How does it ruin it? Queso makes every what's the difference between a pretzel and a chip? There's a big difference. It's a soft fluffy bread that you don't want to put cheese on. What's the difference between a pretzel and a tortilla then? Uh, tortillas. It's a soft, you, fluffy. No, it's not. It's a fluffy tortilla. Oh, I've had some fluffy tortillas <laughs> in my day. I, I don't want to go where you've been eating <laughs> a fluffy tortilla. I like Shout when out we to get into, like, San Antonio the Taco Company. The, the texture of foods are always my favorites here. Yeah, no. absolutely. <laughs> I just... All right, look. I, I think I know sort of where she's going on this. This is going to be the that. most lopsided pull of all time. Of all no, time. No, Ryan, no. No. <laughs> that was your Super Bowl okay, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it was. If if you have whole grain mustard, which I will eat a pretzel with, that is a thing. But right. to just outright kill off I was, cheese on your soft pretzel. I was serving a pretzel... Uh, a couple weeks ago at work and I had to ask, you know, do, did they want mustard on the side? And they're like, no, we want the cheese. And I absolutely just lost my mind. Target, super pretzel bites with cheese, combos, pretzels with cheddar cheese, Auntie Anne pretzel nuggets served with cheese. There's the little snack packs that are the pretzel sticks with the cheese. There is, I mean, it's no one Snyder's knows. hard pretzels filled with cheddar cheese and or peanut butter, depending on what you like. But it's definitely not mustard filled. Like, I don't know. Because it's a soft pretzel, not pretzel like the hard I'm, pretzels. I'm named all the soft pretzels already. Like, and, this is. And they don't belong together. I am angry. Like, I, I don't even know how to defend this because I am just, I am pissed. And even if you get a pretzel dog, you want mustard with that. No, I yes. want, I want slathered in, oh. in queso. Oh, yeah, no. Why slathered? Why slathered. do use that no. word? Absolutely not. Moistened with You just want your hot dog moistened with queso. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Beer cheese Bavarian style pretzel bites. I mean, this is just, nope. it's everywhere. Nope, it's only By the way, mustard. if you go to a sporting event and you go up to the concession stand, you get a soft pretzel with cheese. No, they, you, they get, you, you don't the, technically uh, get it with any side. You go to a little condiment stand and you get your mustard. Wrong. They they offer the cheese I as an addition. Just because they do doesn't mean it belongs together. Well, it does. It actually does mean it belongs together. You choose to put mustard after the fact. Mustard has always come first, not cheese. You you leave to go put mustard on it while they're standing there handing you a delicious <laughs> bowl mention, or cup of cheese. Uh, not to mention at sporting events, that cheese is disgusting. It's delicious. It's disgusting. The it's longer like it the sits there, the better. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I drink that cheese. You, you lost me because like I grew a cheese up. Sauce. I grew up in a skating rink. I, you, it's not better the longer. It's just <laughs> well, I mean, in the in the like warm vat, not like in your oh. dish because it gets that weird film on top. But <laughs> so you, like, you like when it gets all clumpy? You yeah, know, I am very sorry for anyone who has a weak stomach listening to this right now. I'm just 
The way we're what, describing food what, is unfortunate. What did queso do to you? I like queso, just not with my pretzel. It does not belong on a pretzel. That is not the first condiment that you're supposed to have with a soft pretzel. Supposed it's to have always with mustard. Who says supposed to? That's just your opinion. Who? Where, is there a council? Is there a pretzel council that you're using? <laughs> I don't know. There was there a, there's a hot get on this, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to look this up? Is there an international pretzel council that says, "Hey, the the actual mustard, not cheese. It's mustard, not cheese." Like a Chicago dog is it's. It's illegal to put ketchup on a Chicago dog. It's supposed to be relish and mustard. Like, I get it. I understand that there's, like, cultural things. However, comma, comma, <laughs> queso, what? and a pretzel. Let's go. No. Yuck. In queso, you didn't know. In queso, didn't know. <laughs> sorry. I'm really wow. sorry. Oh, that was good. I like that. Anyways. Sorry, Tyler Reed, for uh, so <laughs> Tyler and Trent. Are Trent back. So, Everybody. clearly... For all of you guys, I am on my own island over here. That only mustard should go with the soft pretzel. What kind of mustard? You even say what is it? Dijon? Well, is it like a yellow? A, dude, I, you get a whole grain mustard. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can do a ground mustard, regular that, yellow that mustard. That makes sense to me. I like mustard, but I, I think it's a step too far to say that you're not allowed to have queso. I, nope. I just, I'd say this is going to be a very lopsided poll. I don't so, care. This my, this is my take. Ryan, go for ahead. the record. Uh, there is not a pretzel society like there is an international chili society. There is a reading pretzel machinery company, which was uh, first introduced the first automated pretzel maker. But do you know when pretzels actually made their way to America? Do you know how long these delicacies that we put cheese on have been around? 1817. Rumor has it that these doughy knots came over on the Mayflower and were used in trade. And they huh. first began settling in Pennsylvania around 1710. So pretzels with queso have been around since the 1700s. <laughs> you can't keep adding with the queso because that does not say that in the. I don't know if I believe article. the second. They brought part of that cheese one. over on the yeah. Mayflower as well. It's delicious. They met with. I, I bet, it I bet had they the had film. it with mustard. It had the film on it by then. The our wonderful Pennsylvania, by the way, remains the American pretzel making capital. I, I did I did not know that Pennsylvania had that mantle, but that is excellent. Well done by Pennsylvania. Your internet hates us today. It does. On your end. You sound like a robot. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yep. <laughs> couldn't have worked out better. That yeah. couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> that was great. All right, guys. Make sure you go vote on the poll. Uh, we'll also be putting up information about where you can uh, jump on our, uh, our, our sports league to our be bracket. able to put your own bracket up there. And as always... This has been The Quad with Chris Young. I'm Chris. From Ryan, Haley, Josh, myself, we love you guys. Thank you all for listening to The Quad. Keep spreading the word. Watch the YouTube channel. We'll see you next week. And we're out. one byproduct of being somewhere where it was 30 degrees and then being somewhere where it was 72 degrees and then now it's 40 degrees is I just just the right side of my nose one one I just I, the whole show that we've been doing i'm like trying not to sniff directly Same. into the mic Ugh.